0: Sixers up big on the Pistons, 107-83. You got the Pelicans all over the Wizards. Man, at one point, the Wizards had a double-digit lead in this game, guys. 125-104. Pelicans going, well what every team pretty much does against the Wizards. Putting up a ton of points and beating the hell out of them right now. Uh, 25 for Kyle Kuzma, though. 36 for Brandon Ingram. CJ McCollum's got 22. Oh, I needed over two and a half threes from him. Uh, Bell, Bell, please, please, thank you. Thank you, Trista. It's always fun to do this because when we suffer, sometimes we get to do that as well. So, uh, a lot of games tonight. Of course, the breaking news, Draymond Green suspended indefinitely by the NBA. He's got to go to counseling, and he's got to... essentially kind of check the boxes with the nba before he can come back so who knows how long that thing's going to take trista brought up a pretty good question too during the the break it was like what if he re- like refused i don't know if he would but like i think that that's a valid question like, like i'm not going yeah well like what if he didn't want to agree to those i mean it i don't think it gets messy like that but who knows i mean this could get really really complicated you go so, to wwe he would actually be great at that great yeah, at that
1: yeah yeah yeah, I mean like Mike Tyson when he was in trouble. Remember with the boxing commission, he went to uh, and he didn't really go to WWE, but he did like a couple spots. He was at WrestleMania when Shawn Michaels took on Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was the special guest referee. Actually, he was the enforcer, not the referee. We don't want to get right. we don't want to mix up facts. That's true. Have people get it coming right at us on social you media. Get it
0: right. You don't want to get those wrestling people mad at you. No,
1: definitely uh, not them.
0: All right, Lawrence Murray covers the Clippers in the NBA for the Athletic. He jumps on with us now. You were supposed to see Draymond Green in the Warriors tomorrow night against the Clippers. Now we're not going to see that for who knows how long. Your thoughts on the suspension and where we are now.
2: Yeah, I knew that wasn't happening at halftime. Uh, my my guy shows me his phone. It's like Draymond ain't going to be here Thursday night. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't see it. Like, I, I knew that it was some people were talking about, but I hadn't seen the clip. And then I see the clip, and I'm like, my guy's got more – Finishing moves and you'll see in a Royal Rumble these days, man. Like he's got the clothesline, you got the curb stop in the playoffs. What's the bonus? The chokehold, yeah. haul it off and punt Jordan. Pull that was not even, you know, not even what fourteen months ago. And it's it's a uh, you know it's not good that that's what we're talking about with Draymond. Like he's our, he's a he's a future Hall of Famer, but. Now, you know, in 2023, going into possibly 2024, we're going to be talking about, like, another multi-game suspension. So it's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for the Warriors. And uh, hopefully this particular suspension is something that gets him to stop getting suspended. Like, when you get indefinitely suspended, it's not even like you can't even put a timeline on it. It is way bigger than basketball. And unlike most dudes who get indefinitely suspended, This happened on the basketball court.
3: Yeah, that John Morant, it feels like the first suspension for John Morant where they wanted to get it sorted out when he ended up going to his own counseling sessions. Never mind the fact that we've been, I don't know, since June, since he stomped on Sabonis' chest. And then, like, less than a month since he's choked out Rudy Gobert. So the Draymond incidents have piled up more than just the Jordan Poole. I want to talk about some stuff that's good, though, because all of a sudden, what has happened since Russell Westbrook has decided to be the sacrificial lamb and go to the bench? This team is, what, 10-3? and how, how good, how optimistic are we feeling about our clips right now?
2: Uh, you know, uh, my reporting was different from everybody else's. So um, my line was not that this was Russ's decision. I termed it as a team decision. um, One that Russ had to go with because what leverage did anyone have in a situation where they were losing, you know, they had a six game losing streak. They were three and seven alone in 12th place in the Western conference. But, Russell has played his role, um, which is as this team's second point guard. And the key is having James Harden as the main point guard. It has allowed for everybody, especially James, to understand what their roles are, to understand what they have to do in certain lineups. And the Clippers aren't really throwing out a whole lot of crazy lineups. Like, they're actually a pretty streamlined team right now in terms of what everyone is being asked to do. And everyone's had a moment. Like, James, that first win to start this stretch of 10 wins out of the last 13 was a four-point play against a team that we thought he was going to side with in the Houston Rockets. And you saw Paul George play some of – like, he's – I feel like Paul's always gotten off to great starts over these last few seasons. It's just a matter of his body holding up. And, ironically, his body is going through some things right now. He may or may not play tomorrow against the Words. However – Paul has arguably been the best player over the course of this entire season, even when they were losing six in a row. Like, Paul was aggressively good um, on both ends of the floor, but especially offensively. But now what you're seeing this month of December is Kawhi Leonard turning up. Uh, Kawhi is not only playing in all of these games, but now he's starting to really cook teams. He's understanding where he's going to have his opportunities, and he is lethal. Unlike a lot of these superstars who come into the league, Kawhi and Paul are guys who they had the ball out of their hands and they had to be two-way players before getting their opportunity to dominate the basketball. And then when they got to the Clippers, they were asked to increase their playmaking for their teammates. Now you're getting the best of all three of those worlds. You're still asking those guys to be top-level defenders, and it helps that those guys can run a pick-and-roll and make the right passes. But now that you're playing with James so much, you are allowing those guys to get catches in spots where they can be efficient with their offense. And you're seeing all of that come together right now.
1: And, Lawrence, for the third consecutive season, I did buy into the Clippers. I'm a believer, (laughs) and they made it a whole 22 games this season without an injury to Kawhi or Paul George. Like you said, he missed the second half. He's got some groin soreness, they're calling it. And I just look at this week, this stretch. They got four games, I believe, in six nights. Blazers, Kings, Warriors, Knicks. Um, and then after that, like Pacers, Mavs, Thunder. And like you said, they're, tr- they're figuring some things out right now with Kawhi, you know, with Russ coming off the bench and with Harden coming over. Uh, does that concern you at all if he does have to miss some time, you know, just maybe like a little bit of a setback? And, and does he miss any time?
2: I hope he, honestly, I-, I hope that the Clippers are smart and does not have him play through soft tissue stuff like of something yeah. that might cost you a game or two. You don't want it to wind up costing you a week or two because you're trying to prove something. Like I saw that last season. That's the thing that tripped me up. I'm with this team all the damn time, and guys are talking about how dudes are just sitting out because they want to. No, I saw dudes play when they shouldn't have played. That's what we saw in Denver January, first week of January. They go there. It's a day I always remember because it was my birthday. And it stopped being my birthday as soon as that game started. Paul had a bad <laughs> hamstring and decided – and the team let him play like he he was allowed to play. And I knew he wasn't right immediately. Like, a guy who is pretty good in the paint, everything was outside the paint. Jump shots, short, not getting – not playing the type of game that you, you would play if he was healthy. And they were down 35 at halftime. And, of course, we didn't see Paul again for two weeks. And he didn't play the second night of the back back again until after the all-star break. That's the kind of thing where it's like, okay – You got to be smart, but then we're seeing a team that is pushing each other, pushing themselves uh, to play all these games, high minutes, and because they have to. So the concern now is can everybody adjust to doing a little bit more? Can guys who aren't playing play competently? Can guys like Norman Powell or I'm not even sure how they would handle – who would start because we haven't seen it yet this season. It could be Norm. It could be someone like Amir Coffey who right now out of the playing rotation, but someone who if you look back at previous seasons has been able to start and fill in, especially for Paul George. So uh, I, I feel like because everyone else is playing so well, it's and, and these guys are talented players, uh, these guys are guys who've been practicing and been on this team for years, It's not going to be that big of an adjustment. Obviously, you're not going to be as talented, but the cohesiveness is what matters in the basketball game. And I think it would help the Clippers to see what that looks like in December now that they have a little bit of a cushion over 500. Not much, though. They're still only 7th in the West.
3: I wanted to follow up on that point about guys playing through or deciding they wanted to to push through tweaks and and being banged up. Like, who's responsible for that change happening uh, this season?
2: I'm not going to put it on the NBA's player participation policy, that's for sure. Uh, I think that (laughs) guys were, um, I think last year was a year you probably could have taken for granted. Uh, I think when the season began last year, it was like, oh, Kawhi Leonard's back from an ACL, and Paul, you know, after missing three months with and torn ligament in his elbow, you were thinking, add that to a team that finished with a winning record, and you could see how everyone thought they'd be a top five team easily. We learned a lot about how injuries and age, not just of the stars, but of the supporting cast can cause a team to decline. And that's what you saw last year. By the end of the year, the approach that the team took just for guys to get hurt any damn way, it really lit a fire up under everybody. But the other thing is, look at the contracts. Contracts speak for themselves. No one's guaranteed to be on this team again next year. You don't want to leave the season with regrets. the whole service had a great line in one of those songs, you know, I'd rather regret something I did than regret something I didn't do. And what this team is doing is saying, you know what, we need to take the regular season seriously, but it's not a matter of, you know, guys having an attitude going into games that they weren't trying hard. It's a matter of you have a medical staff that's trying to protect injury prone players. But now the approach is to not, you know, put everything into protecting guys over a long term that isn't guaranteed. Instead, Play guys and help them sustain over the course of the year while they're playing back-to-backs while they're playing um, instead of 30 minutes 35 minutes per game um, and it's because this is the last real shot that this team might have with these group of guys being together it's really as simple as that
0: talking to Lawrence Murray that MGM tonight I'm looking at the Western Conference standings now and I know like it's it's a long season we're 22 23 games in for for most of these teams we got the Timberwolves at 17 and 5, the Thunder at 15 and 7, and then the Mavs at 15 and 8 with the Denver Nuggets sitting there in the four spot. I know, a long way to go, but when you look at some of these younger teams, these up and coming teams, we all kind of sat here and agreed the Thunder were going to take that next step. Uh, I didn't really expect them to be like a two seed when the season was done, but again, long season to go. If you look at the Timberwolves, the Thunder, and even the Mavs, do you see all or even one of them kind of sustaining this type of momentum
2: throughout the season? Not really. Uh, and that's wow. no—that's that's, that's no disrespect to these teams. Um, look, man, the, the at this time last year, December of 2022, we were looking at teams like Phoenix and the New Orleans Pelicans at the top of the West. Okay, and what Utah happened to too. Phoenix? Yeah, like Utah had Mike Conley. You know who has Mike Conley now? The number one team in the Western Conference, Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves. A team that I would not consider to be a young, up-and-coming team. Them dudes is pretty damn old. Um, not old as in, you know, Clippers old. But, like, those guys are established NBA players and talents uh, outside of maybe Anthony Edwards. Like, Anthony is the face of that team now, but Carl Anthony Towns is the guy who he's been around long enough to be the face and to kind of pass that along to end. Rudy Gobert is a guy who he's on the other side of 30 now. Mike Conley is in the twilight of his uh, career, but he's still playing at a high level and has a lot to do with why that team is so organized. Like, you saw it with Utah Jazz when they stopped being competitive once they made that trade with Minnesota. Um, This is the Minnesota team that could have been – we could have seen this team last year, except – Rudy didn't have his stuff together in his first year there. It took midseason to get the right point guard to be there in Mike Conley. He's a much better fit for those guys than D'Lo. Uh, Ant was great, but Carl Anthony Towns was hurt pretty much the whole year. You're seeing a team that went through a lot of struggles, and now they're coming together. Um, I love what they're doing, but it's also like you take one or two of those guys out, I mean, You know, they have some durability issues. They're not deep at all. And that's the result of the Rudy Gobert trade. We saw that last year. Hopefully that we don't have to see that this year, but that's what you have to guard for. The OKC Thunder, they're just young, um, uh, and they're doing great, but we got to see it over the course of a full season. So we'll give them credit for what they're doing now, and we know it's a long season. It's hard. So shout-out to to those dudes. And for Dallas, it's the same thing. Luka was playing great this time last year. He was coming up with 50-point games, 60-point games, and then in celebrations after – some of the stuff that he was doing, like when he beat the Knicks off that free throw, uh, missed free throw, um, they go as hard as Luka goes. And relying on Kyrie Irving, Kyrie's already hurt, so we gotta see it.
3: Lawrence, about 30 seconds. How sustainable is this performance that we're seeing lately from Harden?
2: I think it's pretty damn sustainable. He's not doing anything too complicated. He's just kinda playing basketball. Set the screen, we are gonna make some decisions, that's it.
0: You know what? If they've got if they can keep this going, All-Star I, Harden. I, I, I listen, I want to yeah. see the Clippers make a run again. They made the Western Conference Finals when they it's actually kept time. that roster healthy a couple of years ago. I mean, I it would be it would be fun to watch them over the Lakers for a change. Lawrence Murray, that, The Athletic, great talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on again.
2: Appreciate y'all.
0: Yeah, I I just it's weird to sit here and look and go, wait, like Kawhi and Paul George have been playing this entire season. It's it's we it's,
3: barely miss games?
0: It's a different, I know. And until last night. Well, look, guys are going to get banged up. They're vet- Look, they're in their 30s. We all know what happens in your 30s. We're oh, all, yeah. all sitting here. and you
3: are resting. Backs hurt and stuff. Doing stuff, stuff trust with our back and get a well,
2: People are like, wait till your 40s. I'm like, no, it scares me. It's wait until your 60s. Night.
0: Ugh.